0: listening to Opening Doors to Hope and Belonging from DePaul Community Resources. This is episode four of season two. I'm your host, Allison Wickline. Thanks for joining us as we learn and grow together. In this episode, we will be discussing the effect the COVID-19 pandemic has had on youth in our independent living program. But before we get to that, I just wanted to share some statistics and information about foster youth In this transitional period of their life. It may help you understand why our independent living program exists and also what reality looks like for these young adults across the country. (music) Roughly 20,000 youth age out of the foster care system annually. Aging out basically means they are leaving the system without having found a forever family or any type of permanency. When they age out they face significant challenges in meeting their needs for healthcare, education, employment, housing, and emotional support. That reality is why we believe so much in our Independent Living program at DePaul. Through that program, we provide guidance, compassion, and direction to foster teens navigating that difficult journey from adolescence to adulthood. But what happens to those youth when a pandemic hits? We have a small glimpse into this thanks to a new study from the Field Center for Children's Policy, Practice, and Research. The center conducted a national online survey in April examining the experiences of 18 to 23-year-olds who were aging out or had aged out of foster care. 55% of foster youth reported that they were food insecure as a result of COVID-19 and 43% experienced a negative impact on their living situation, including being forced to leave, fearing being forced to leave, or experiencing homelessness or housing instability. 72% reported a money situation that would be stable for no more than one month, and nearly half indicated a negative impact on their employment. Regarding their health and wellness, 56% of those surveyed reported clinically significant levels of depression or anxiety, and 52% reported COVID-19 having a negative impact on their mental health. I recently interviewed Meredith Breeden, an independent living specialist at DePaul. She was able to shed some more light on the experiences of youth in our program during this time, and also how staff members have stepped up and been a source of comfort For those in our program, let's listen. Meredith, welcome. Thank you for having me, Allison. So, for listeners who have not heard about the Independent Living Program before, can you tell me a bit about the program?
1: DePaul's Isle program serves youth who are transitioning out of foster care. Uh, Youth may enter DePaul's Isle program at the age of 18 and then they officially graduate the program at age 21. DePaul currently has 10 apartments in the Charlottesville area and several others in other areas across Virginia. DePaul also serves a program called Transition to Adulthood, which allows youth to live on their own um, and still receive case management services from DePaul. Right now, we do have a diverse set of young people in our program who have big dreams and goals for their futures, despite the adversities that they've had to overcome due to being in foster care.
0: I think COVID has affected everything in our lives at this point. But tell me about the ways that it has affected youth in the program.
1: Yeah, I would say COVID has definitely impacted our youth in several ways. So firstly, um, most of our youth have had to transition to online learning and then some also losing their jobs due to the pandemic pandemic. Um, However, the biggest concern that we've seen as IELTS staff is a loss of personal connection. Before COVID-19, our youth were meeting in person with us every day and then also meeting in person um, as a group um, for our IELTS skills groups. But due to the pandemic, we've had to switch to going mostly virtual um, meetings and skills groups, which has, I think, really impacted the level of connection that they're seeing so you know they're not seeing us in person as much which can be much harder for them.
0: So I know you've already kind of mentioned it but how have staff had to adapt to maintain those connections and support?
1: Yeah, so I think the pandemic has been extra tough for IL staff due to our personal investment in our youth. Um, Over the past year, we've moved from seeing our youth in person every day to generally now only seeing them in person once a week. Um, And then we're also working on virtual skills throughout the other four days of the week um, and meeting with our youth. Although It's been difficult for our youth. Um, They're still working towards their goals. um, And I think that's a personal investment for us in ensuring that we're seeing them meet their goals. It keeps us driving and moving, um, even though we've had to adapt to going to mostly virtual meetings with our youth. And we live in a technology-driven world, which most of our youth are used to now meeting virtually, which I think is great. And they've really adapted as well.
0: We talk a lot about uncertainty in this time and this pandemic, why do you think it is difficult or more difficult for these youth to handle and to adjust to a life with uncertainty?
1: As a foster care youth, most of our program participants are used to living in an uncertain world because, as you know, when a child enters the foster care system, everything in their life is sort of thrown in the air. Everything is uncertain and out of their control. I think that something that has helped our youth during this time is the continued support from IL program staff and DePaul, of course. Um, During the pandemic, we've increased the number of virtual meetings that we're having with our youth and work to ensure that youth don't feel alone or lose hope of their future. I think my coworkers have worked really hard to ensure that we're providing ongoing positive skill, skill building and relationships and opportunities for our youth so that time keeps moving forward for them and that their future is certain versus uncertain.
0: How does it feel to see the way that IL youth have adapted to meet this challenging time head on?
1: Yeah, so seeing youth overcome this challenge has been so rewarding for myself and other program staff, um, more often than not, our youth typically don't have a large support system and that's where we come in. So our youth are still working, going to school and making sure that time doesn't stop. You know, we have youth who are continuing to get driver's license despite the long waits at the DMV um, and they're also, you know, still going to classes and moving out of the program into their own apartment so it's really exciting to see them continue to win and and achieve their goals.
0: Stepping a little bit outside of DePaul are there any national trends or things that you all have noticed regarding children aging out of foster care during this time?
1: A national trend is an affordable housing crisis. Um, Youth who are moving out of the program, although they may have savings built up, are forced to spend most of their savings on rental deposits and um, most of their paycheck on rent. And I think youth who are currently moving out of DePaul's program, although we do provide them with the support of looking, it's often very difficult for them to find affordable housing once they move out of the program. So I think moving forward, I'd love to see more legislation and help on our government's end towards helping youth transition out of foster care, um, especially at age 21, because we all know how difficult it is <laughs> to move out on our own.
0: Yeah, I think that was something that when I was introduced to the IL program, It struck me because I thought back to where I was at 21 and moving out on my own. And then you add that extra layer of these youth have spent time in foster care. You know, they have that, too. And it's just hard to imagine what that transition period is like for them with all those different layers.
1: I agree. And part of DePaul's program is essentially assisting them with connecting to resources in the community and although you know we try to build up a wonderful team of support it can be extra difficult for our youth because sometimes they do lack family support that we all generally have when um, not in foster care so i think it becomes extremely difficult in terms of looking for you know community connections
0: Meredith, I just wanna thank you so much for stopping by and giving us a quick glimpse of what our IL youth are going through during this time. I think it's important for people to understand what life is like for them normally and also right now. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Allison. Opening Doors to Hope and Belonging is hosted by DePaul Community Resources, a nonprofit organization. Since 1977, DePaul has opened doors to hope and belonging for countless children, families, and individuals with disabilities across Central and Southwest Virginia. To learn more about DePaul and the topics discussed here, please visit depaulcr.org slash opening doors podcast.